welcome. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Council's Connection with Fabian Vix. And of course, I'm Fabian Vix. Here to talk about counselor things in a counseling world. I want to thank those who took the time out to listen to my podcast last week. And it was, it was a great honor for you guys to actually take your time out of a busy day to listen to the thoughts that I might have on job of a professional school counselor and I just want to say thank you thank you thank you um just going to talk about a couple things today it's not going to be too too long but a couple things I want to talk about the new year new me um went to Raider Fest this morning and that's going to tie into my final thought on a segment where I just give an editorial on some things that I've seen and have a thought on. If you watch uh, Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt, it's like it's one big thing, but mine is, you know, it's just, it ain't that big. It's just one little thing. So we're going to go get it started. We're talking about this new year and how's it going and what we need to do to make it more easy. First day of school can be intimidating for everybody. The first day of school can actually make or break your career. I have seen a teacher who was here with us on first day of my school actually leave the profession right at fall break because nothing was set for them on the first day. I've seen a counselor move around twice because there was no no setup for their first day. There have been a number of educators who just switched buildings because of the first day. And they've been in teaching for years. So you're thinking, Fabian, why are you harping on that first day? I'll tell you why. If you're in the classroom on your first day and you don't have support off the bat, your year is going to be tough and you're going to check out so quickly. Counselor, yeah, we play many roles. Some might think it's not, not cool or not right, but sometimes that's just part of the job where we, we run so many roles because we are so flexible. That, that F word, flexible. And sometimes we're so flexible, we get used for other things. And we serve at the pleasure of the building manager. And that too can sometimes kill your first day and kill your, kill your year. But if you don't have that immediate support from a co-counselor, or administrator or even the teachers you're going to feel like this is going to be a waste of a year on your career so we say all that to say this doesn't just apply to counselors it applies to teachers it applies to administrators 
this also applies to anybody in the district office working on their, their first day. First day can be very important in how you see your career in the optics. A couple words you're going to hear a lot on this podcast. Optics and flexible. F-O. These are going to be the initials. F-O. going to have to be more persistent in how we support our teachers also especially after that first day you know check on them hey how your first day went what you think you did went well what you think didn't go well little stuff like that just be honest keep it 100 if you know something didn't work well or you have a feeling about something nothing wrong with telling somebody you should have a mentor teacher anyway or a mentor counselor to talk you through how your first day went well I don't know, I was, yeah, blah, 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 blah. That's going to tie us into some tips on how to help somebody else make their first day go good. First thing I would do is pair up with your district supervisor and try to pair up some veteran counselors to your new counselors within the first week we can have a school give them a call see how it's going how they're adjusting to to education how does it feel what's their view of the climate and staff attitudes student attitudes and what things they see that they're going to be working on as far as their program that you're going to discuss in the comprehensive plan for that year talk about what kind of core curriculum can we use small group activities you you use was successful or just anything just to take their mind off of the nervousness of the first week for those new counselors another thing that they could do i just did it the other day i left my laptop at school i had my laptop for basically two four years straight august 17 until august august 1st 2019 so i had my laptop literally for two years i kept my laptop last summer in 2018 i kept my laptop this summer so i had my laptop in my possession for two years and the bad thing about it, i switched laptops we got a new laptop last school year and you talk about a, a day of freedom It was just crazy that I was so attached to it. I left it in the media center while we were registering students, so I was going to duty. I was going to get it in the media center of the lot. And I was like, dang, I need to get my laptop. And my daughter told me, Dad, you don't need your laptop. You need to take a break. And my other daughter, sixth grade, she said, yeah, you do. So think about it. I had my laptop for two years straight. So any type of updates that need to be on there have <laughs> never been put out there. Except on a new laptop, and that is one of the most relaxing things I did. I actually slept well that night, too, to be honest with you. So I would advise new new counselor, leave your laptop at school for a day or two. Now, weekends, that's on you if you want to leave it there, but I promise you, you might come to something where you might say, dang, I should have my laptop this weekend, but leave it at school for a, a day. It was going to be liberating.
is going to be liberating. And number three, if your school, if your district has student support services meeting, sit with them. Sit with that new counselor. Don't let them feel alone. Even, even if you usually sit with your friends and sit in a specific spot, have them join you. Or move, sit with them for a meeting. It'll help them relax. Have, a, have some new counselors in this district. And one good thing about our district, we have pre-planning for counselors also during the summer as far as during pre-planning. I met a counselor. He was at Rutland Middle School. Cool guy. Just one thing I didn't like about him. Just, just one little thing. He would have all been in the state. So, you don't know yet, I went to the Fort Valley State University. He went to Albany. I feel bad for him. Nice guy. Didn't have to didn't have to make that decision in his life to go there. But sitting there you get to talk to folks and get to know them. Build a relationship. Build a build a small banter with that person. A small little camaraderie. Let him know he's part of the community. And it's gonna be it's gonna be okay, gonna be easy, gonna see folks that's gonna care. And review sometimes because that's what we do, especially if we go to a school that has a big rival, you know, FAMU, Bethune, Cookman, Fort Valley, Albany State, Jets, and the Sharks, you know. But if I wouldn't have sat next to him with the other counselors that we had lunch with, I would have known he went to Albany State, I wouldn't know who he was, I would have just kept it moving. But just sitting there, just talking to him, especially being another male, black male counselor, I had to. I had to make it a point to say that to him because we we're like you look we're like we're like that rare coin that you find that is not burnt or messed up i'm not saying we're perfect no but it's just something that is very rare an indian penny a two dollar bill silver dollar those are those become rare fine and a black male counselor We're going to get into that in just a moment. Or another podcast. I'm not going to say what. A couple of house cleaning notes before we conclude this episode and go to the final thought. The theme music you hear is created by my 8th grade daughter, Chloe. It's pretty cool. Um... My wife actually gave me the idea, like, let Chloe do it. She made some good beats and everything. So I'm like, okay. I need something. She gave me a little she gave me something that was like pretty cool. Now all the problem is I just gotta pay her now. So anybody wanna donate to to pay my daughter for making my theme music for my podcast, you know, feel more than free to PayPal me or cash at me somebody for. Also, we're gonna have some guests on later on in future podcasts. One of them is going to be my co-counselor. She's already said she's not going to be on my podcast, so she'll be on there. Still working on trying to set up some time for our, our district council of the year, Deja Selby, to be on here. Just got to work out the logistics and the time. 
um, that would both she's available and I could make make it work. And also, I would love to get a administrator on here. We could talk about the role of the counselor versus the needs of the school, and how can it be equitable for both to be successful and the needs for our students. Babe's final thought. So today we had Raider Fest. Raider Fest is a zone open house, if you want to use that terminology, where all the school students and parents and stakeholders come out to review Title I issues or information. We did some things with our district's model, citizenship, leadership, scholarship. Um, I helped present on the citizenship part with um, PBIS today. Um, also selected for our zone to present at the Georgia PBIS conference this year. Um, it's going to be a great honor. I'm going to see how I can fit that in, into my schedule. But for those that don't know, the east side is Raiders. Each school changed to Raiders, except for the high school is already Raiders. They changed to that mascot a few years ago to give a, a camaraderie feel to the east side zone where if you're elementary school, middle school, or high school, you're a Raider. And whatever school you go to on the east side, you're always a Raider. And when you think about Raiders, you think about East Side. When you think about the Raiders, you think about the alumni that was at the old Northeast with the Mark Smith and Lasseter buildings. A little bit older buildings. But it was a big campus though. Before I go into the why of Raider Fest this year versus any other year. You gotta go back 14, 15 years to YKK Browns and Brown with Brown Williamson Walmart Distribution Center to a certain extent Geico. Those are four of the major groups or four of the major major companies in Bibb County. YKK Brian Williamson, Geico, those are on the east side of Macon. But when you think about it, especially Brian and Williamson, supposed to make $30 an hour at a plant without having a college degree. You're able to take care of your family easily. You're able to give the things that you need. You're able to put your child through private school if you chose to. So when Brian Williamson moved, some people decided to leave. Some people took the severance package. But at the end of the day, that was a number of jobs that were lost because of the move. So a lot of things have suffered over the last 14 years with that with those couple of places closing. 
the Walmart distribution center that's on Highway 247, that closed down in 2008 to move South Carolina. Just, just think about if you're a 16 year old kid. Now, what did they say you're 16? When your parent had to leave Ron Weasley because they're moving. Think about the possible economic hardships those people had. I'm not saying everybody that worked that lived on the east side of Macon. But for those that did, think about the economic impact it had on the community. The job market. Education rates. You could tie it into Lexile scores. You could tie it into Milestone score where kids were, were not getting what they need because the parents had lost a good job and some some folks got jobs again but it wasn't to a point where they're comfortable. Some parents were working two jobs. Some people had to move out of the East Macon. So you can see the number of students on the East side have, have declined. If you look at the numbers of high school students in Northeast, it's not even 800. It might be now. But there were eight. There weren't even eight hundred students at Northeast. There's easily a thousand at Central, Howard, Rutland. Easily, easily a, th- a thousand students. At those schools. But the takeaway of business, takeaway businesses that were on the east side, which means there's an impact of businesses as well. Also impact these families that also stayed on the east side because some of the folks, a lot of good few, few of these folks were raiders. The old school raiders I was talking about in the previous segment. So, what, how does this tie into Raider Fest? You're asking me. How does it tie in? Fabian, what sense does it make this tie into Raider Fest? What Raider Fest is, it's an open house for the zone community. Well, you can come in if you need school supplies, you get them. Um, just make sure you get through all the sessions that were that were in place today. Um, might have some have some hot dogs and some barbecue and some bounce house for the kids and a DJ. Uh, they put together a live band this morning also. But if you would have seen the old Northeast versus what they have now. My school I went to, I'm from Atlanta. It's Tri City High School. And they built that school so that way it's zoned for three different cities. When I, I transferred there in '93, fall, um, not fall '93, February '93. And that building was huge to me. <clears throat> After walking through Summer Northeast today, this Joker is huge. And to think that these kids coming in as ninth graders are gonna get are being entrusted with this will help change the climate. I know the twelfth grader that just graduated. I know they're they're hurt because they didn't get a chance to get a new get a chance to get in a new building because they did the construction and everything. But think about 
even just the 12th graders that are about to graduate this year, the ninth graders that are coming in, and the future graduation graduating classes that are about to go through Northeast now. The climate of the east side is going to change. The climate of northeast is going to change because the kids that are eighth graders this year at Appling are going to have a hard decision to make. The parents are too. Do I want to drive my child all the way to central or southwest Rutland Howard? Do I even want to take a chance to try to get him an ace do I want my kids to go here to northeast where I went to and they got a brand new building we have something new over here and it's about time we got it over here Eastside deserves it and it's long overdue I'm out.